Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited because we have Lisa Anderson here today. She is a mother of five and she is a motherhood coach. She helps moms find joy in motherhood. And today she's going to be sharing three tips to be a happier mom. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thanks for having me. I love chatting about life and motherhood because you're an expert. And motherhood. <laughs> Can <laughs> motherhood you tell us a life. little bit about, tell us a little bit about you. How did you get into this work? Where did you start? Yeah, I would love to. So Years ago, like this was probably 10 years ago, something that was really big was called Power of Moms. And so I started, they had workshops and they had different things around. And so I started going to these and I just realized like, I love learning about being a parent and motherhood and and it's just such important work and I love talking about it. And so I decided that I wanted to dive into that world and just, you know, help people as well. So I became certified in positive discipline. So I don't know if any of you've heard of that. That's just like a parenting method positive parenting, parent, positive discipline. Um, and it, I, it fascinated me. I loved it. And so I, I thought, okay, I'm going to get on Instagram and I'm going to start sharing about positive discipline and start sharing and helping people learn how to help their kids. And so I, I did that. So this was, you know, maybe five or six years ago, I got on Instagram to teach positive discipline. And as I'm in this like journey of teaching, I started realizing that even though these tools are really, really helpful. Like I love positive discipline. I think it's so valuable, but I started noticing how it affected the mother because all of a sudden you have all this information. And when you don't like measure up to what you're learning, you feel like a failure. And so it just, it seemed like there was something missing in the way that I was approaching this, that I wanted to help moms feel better and more empowered. And it seemed like it made them feel worse. Interesting. Um, it was really okay. interesting. And so I decided that I just wanted to shift the way that I approached parenting. And instead of focusing on let's like make the kids do what we want them to do, let's, I wanted to focus on let's help moms feel great about themselves, which then will trickle down to their parenting and help them be happier, better parents. So I focus now more on let's like be happy as moms. Let's do what we can to kind of get our mindsets straight and get get our minds in the right place so that then dealing with our kids doesn't feel so hard. Oh, so. that is amazing. That is, this is such important work. Like, I'm so glad you do this because it's so true. <laughs> I always say like, you can't pour from an empty cup and people hear that yeah. all the time, but if you're not taking care of you, it's really hard to take care of them. And so this yep. is this like, Oh, this is so important. I love this. Okay. So let's just dive right in. Then I know you're going to share three tips to be a happier mom. What is your first tip to be a happier mom? So my first tip is to adopt the mentality of today is a new day. So that is something that I always tell myself because I think as moms, we all know we go throughout the day and things are hard and stressful and our kids might be grumpy or we might be grumpy and we might not show up the way we wanted to. And then it, you know, we get to the end of the day and we just feel terrible. 
<laughs> like yes. I am yes. the worst. <laughs> Why can't I do this? You know, our, our thoughts kind of start spiraling and we feel like we're, we must be failing or we must be doing this wrong. Yeah. So what I really like to encourage people to do and what I try to do myself is I just leave that day in the past. And I just think, okay, great. Tomorrow's a new day. I can wake up and I can start again. And I love that. I think it's such an empowering principle just to be like, it's a new day. (laughs) I can do all of that again. And even if it ends up being a rough day again, like just having that mentality will really help free you from a lot of the guilt and like the heaviness that can come when, as we're like struggling through different things in motherhood. Yes. Oh my gosh. That's so good. Okay. I have a question about that. So what do you do when, um, like, okay, well, tomorrow's a new, a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. What do you do if yeah. you feel like every day, I, and you kind of touch on this, but sometimes I go through that because I have a strong-willed child mm-hmm. and I feel like, oh my gosh, tomorrow's a new day, but also it feels like it's just going to be the same day. It's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. So how do you, yeah. how do you shift that mentality when you're just kind of gearing up for another hard day? Yeah. I think there's something actually really practical that I like to do in those situations. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of times, obviously there's a lot of times when we are having these struggles with our kids, our strong-willed kids, and we just, we kind of butt heads. And so what I like to do is at the end of the day, like if we're really having a hard time, sit down and kind of download what happened and think about like, okay, what really happened in that moment and what can I do differently or try differently tomorrow that might change the outcome. Cause I think sometimes we just get tired and we're like, so done with this kid who's giving us a hard time. And so we just end up, we're like out of patience. And so we lose it, which is understandable, yeah. especially when you have a hard kid. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. That's really hard to deal with day in and day out. But maybe at the end of the day in reflection, you're like, you know what, like that, when we were fighting over that last piece of fruit, <laughs> maybe I didn't really need to worry about that. So maybe tomorrow I can let go of something like that and it might be easier. So, you know, and that's varies from kid to kid, but what is it, what can you do differently that might help things shift and adjust? Or maybe I, maybe I can spend five minutes with this kid and we can just like have fun together. Maybe we just need to have fun together, you know, and connect. So that's so helpful because literally like I could the night, I mean, things are better now, but there was like years where I'm like, I know that tomorrow when I say it's time to brush your teeth, it's time to get dressed, Mm -hmm. it's time to do all these things. I knew every single one of those things was going to be a battle, but I never had the mind shift of like, okay, I know it's going to be a battle. So what can I change in that situation? Mm -hmm. I was just like gearing up for battle instead of like, how could I make this fun or how could I make it different? So I love that so much. Well, and I think I just going to insert one more thing. I think One thing that I, the way that I like to approach motherhood is it's like, we're kind of like investigators. Like we have to figure out what works for our kids because every kid is different. Every situation is different. So like you're saying, instead of just like, okay, I'm going to make you brush your teeth. Like, I wonder what would motivate my kid to brush their teeth. Mm -hmm. Like, and then that will open up a world of possibilities instead of just like, we're going to fight about it every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so good. I really needed you three years ago. (laughs) 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 That's so great. No, that's so, so helpful. Okay. Um, what is tip number two? Tip number two would be schedule time to take care of yourself, your mind, body, and spirit every single day, whenever possible. I think it's really off. It's, it's common for moms because we have, we're like high demand. Like we are on 24 seven, all the time. Our kids are always needing us. And so sometimes it's easy to push those things like, okay, I'll, 
maybe if I have time, I'll go take that walk. Or maybe if I have time, I'll take a nap. Or maybe if I have time, I'll spend time like reading and thinking. And then there's no time. Then all of a sudden, like the day is over and it's like, dang it. Like I didn't have any time for myself and then resentment builds. And then it's just like a huge snowball from there. And that's just not a great place to be as a mom. So I really believe in something called time mapping, which I don't talk a lot about because people are like, oh, gross, time mapping. (laughs) No, this sounds really great to me, actually. But if there's anything that you like, just this, like write down in your planner or on a piece of paper, like Tuesday at 8 a.m., I'm going to do this for myself. And like, if, if without, you know, make it happen. Sometimes like maybe your kid's sick and something throws it off. But like, if you have that date with yourself and date and time with yourself, Mm -hmm. you're more likely to make it happen. So I actually have to do it really early because my kids are just busy. So I, my, my morning start early. I like to get up at 6am because Mm -hmm. that's when I know I can have that time for myself. Um, So maybe it's going to be later in the evening, maybe during nap time, but make sure that that happens. That it's scheduled. No, that's so good. And I think, I think a lot of times people think that doing something for themselves means that they have to like go get a massage or go get a pedicure Mm -hmm. or like spend an hour to themselves. But just like five minutes makes such a big difference. I have found at least for me. Totally. Absolutely. And, and it doesn't even have to be like going to do something like I honestly have like planned out most nights. Well, now my life is I've got teenagers. So my evenings are crazy, but when I had the evenings free, I'm like Thursday nights are the nights when I get to sit and watch TV and do nothing else. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I'm going to sit and I'm just going to relax and I'm not going to clean. I'm not going to do laundry because we need that too. Like we need that time to just like chill. And sometimes that doesn't happen unless we allow ourselves to do it and schedule it. Totally. I agree. And you, I mean, you really have to find time because you have teenagers, but you also have a baby. Yes. Like you are in both phases of motherhood. So finding it can be tricky. Finding that time for yourself can be tricky, but making it a priority will make all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And I am sacrificing some things now. I am sacrificing to get that time. I often am getting, you know, between six and seven hours of sleep, which I know is not great. Um, And I'm sacrificing. I, I don't have a lot of time to sit and watch TV anymore, but I feel so much better when I'm getting that time to myself in the morning too. Um, take care of my body and my spirit. And it just really helps me a lot. It's worth it. Okay. That's, uh, it truly makes such a difference. Okay. And what is tip number three? The last one I wrote down is embrace good enough. Um, that this is something that I've had to, well, actually I've always been pretty good at this. I'm not, a perfectionist, but I know it's a struggle for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, we feel like, okay, my house needs to be clean. My dishes need to be done you know, or we might be planning something for our kids and we spend so much time trying to get it perfect that we can't even enjoy the event because we are so exhausted and stressed out. So embrace the idea of this is good enough because we have to balance, like, are we doing whatever it is we're doing at a, like sacrificing our happiness and well-being and our ability to just be there and be present to, to make it perfect. Yes. Or can we like scale back a little bit and be like, okay, that's good enough. I know I'm going to be a happier person and a happier mom if like this is as much as I can give and do. So I think just good enough. <laughs> okay. No, that's <laughs> a really good place cool. to have. I would, I would say I'm the queen at good enough when it comes to like birthday parties. Mm-hmm. Like my kid, like they invite a few friends over my, when my daughter turned five, we had like a freeze dance party. We just played freeze dance, ate cupcakes, mm-hmm. 
they did each other's makeup and like called it a day. And for me, mm-hmm. I'm like, that is good enough. That's all they need. But That's I feel perfect. like in other areas of motherhood, mm-hmm. it is so hard for me to say like, mm-hmm. that's good enough. Yeah, so give me an if, example. Like, Let's talk through one of these. Okay. So <laughs> let me think like, well, first having a clean kitchen. Yep. At, like going to bed with a messy kitchen. I know a lot of people are like, it's fine. You can do it in the morning. But because my mornings are so crazy, if I come downstairs to a messy kitchen, like to me, it doesn't feel good enough because it starts me off stressed. Yeah. Well, I think that's something to notice. So to you, like, does it make you feel better and happier if you wake up to a clean kitchen? Correct. Yes. yes. And I think that's great. I think that's great. Like, I think like for, for me in that scenario, I'm so tired at night that like I don't mind getting up and just like doing it in the morning. Like okay. that's better for me. But I feel like if it bothered me, I would, mm-hmm. you got to do what makes you happy. So that's what I'm saying in this. Like if there are certain things that really matter to you and you're happier, if you spend time doing them, then do that. But if okay. you find yourself doing things because you feel like you have to, or you should, and you're resentful and angry about it, then mm-hmm. you might want to step back and think like, do I really need to do this? Like maybe this is not worth the sacrifice because I'm grumpy and angry and mad that I'm doing this right now. So you just kind of have to evaluate your feelings. Okay. No, that makes sense. So basically you have to look inward and see like what, what is going to make me happier and what is going to make me more stressed out. Yeah. It's more stressed out. Let it go. Totally. Cause I know there's probably plenty of people out there who are like, I can't handle a messy house. Like I cannot handle things being messy. And so then you got to follow, follow your heart, (laughs) clean to your heart's content, you know, but there are also people who are like, this is exhausting me. And I am so angry. Like we see a lot right now about the mental load and just all the things we have to do. And I'm like, Hey guys, but you don't have to, how about we, anyway, so that's a whole nother topic, but it does does feel like society puts that pressure on us though, because there are areas, like, I feel like I don't like messes. Like I like having things clean, but I Mm -hmm. also like with four kids and like you get this. And I think every mom does, it feels like brushing your teeth while eating Oreos. It's like, no matter what I do, nothing's going to be clean. And so I'm like trying to redefine my expectation of clean. And it's really hard for me because I like walk everywhere and I'm like, there's just stuff everywhere. And I'm constantly getting rid of stuff and cleaning, but it's like, I don't know. I'm like trying to find a balance of like, it's okay because people live here and people are Mm -hmm. like playing and that's fine. And also like, I want things organized and calm so that I can feel organized and calm. I don't know. It's like this constant battle in my head. Yep. Yep. And I don't know if we'll ever get that right. And someday our kids will be out of the house and we're like, oh, it actually will stay clean now. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. I, and I have to remind myself too, like this mess, like I'm just going to do this and it's going to be messy again. You know, like this is just how it is. So that kind of gives me the freedom. Like, and if I'm like having to choose like, okay, spending 15 minutes, like hanging with my kids versus like getting the, the floor mopped, I try to choose my kids because I know that it's always good, you know, but there also sounds like yesterday, my floor was terrible. I'm like, you know what you guys play, I got them off because it's like too far gone. So it is, it's just a careful balance. I don't think anybody's ever going to have it perfect, but I would just pay attention to your feelings in your heart. Like if you get to the point where you're feeling angry and resentful, that is when you need to stop and reevaluate how you're spending your time and what can you shift so that you feel so that you can let go of some of that and just actually enjoy life and motherhood a little more. Yeah. I love that. And the only one who puts expectations on you is yourself. Mm -hmm. So you deciding what's good enough is all that matters. So I love that. That's so good. Okay. Lisa, can you just recap those three tips real quick? 
Yes. Number one, every day, wake up and think today is a new day. Start fresh. Yes. Number two, schedule time for yourself. Take care of your mind, body, and spirit every day. Perfect. And number three, to figure out what's good enough and be good with that. Perfect. Okay. Lisa, these are so helpful. I love that these are actionable tips that people can just use like today. They're not going to take a ton of time and effort and energy. It's like they can literally implement these today to be a happier mom. So I appreciate you taking the time to share these with us. Um, Where can people find you? If people want to hang out with you, want to learn more from you, where can people find you? I hang out on Instagram. Um, Thriving Motherhood is my Instagram handle. And I just share stuff like this as often as I can. It's kind of like my, I'm sharing like my thoughts and my journey because motherhood is a journey. And hopefully sharing some of the things that I'm experiencing can help you kind of process what, what you're going through. And Mm -hmm. I try to just be a place where you can feel safe and uplifted. So that's, that's what I do over there. Perfect. Okay. I will, I will link your Instagram handle in the show notes so people can go find you, go follow you and learn from you. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I've literally been following you for years and you have (laughs) helped my motherhood so much. So it's an honor to have you today. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleep fairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.